And welcome in, everyone, to the return of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. As Blake and Taylor bring you a hybrid of their 2021 annual NFL preview show. As they preview their division winners, break down their playoff brackets, announce the winners of their year-end 2021-2022 NFL season awards, coming down to one eventual season-end Super Bowl winner. Along with your regularly weekly scheduled segments of talk of their favorite football teams, the Philadelphia Eagles and Minnesota Vikings, recapping NFL's Week 1 action, and the first round of 2021 Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio NFL Bragging Rights Picks. All that and more coming at you on the return of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio, episode 146, the 2021 NFL Preview Show, begins right now. Yeah. Microphone check. Look. Uh. All we do is go, go, go. Case you didn't know, no, no. Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. Yeah, we on for show. With the host Black and Taylor. You already know they down for whatever. When it comes to sports, there ain't no jokes. Already know that they into, so you better come and tune in. Cause you know what this about. Gonna make you scream and shout with all the nasty news. This the dynasty, cause you don't know the breaking rules. Telling you what it do's. Giving you the insight and best believe they're doing it right. Every day and every night. Only question is, yo, is you ready to take flight? Greetings, greetings. Welcome in everybody to another edition of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. You are listening to episode 146 and we're back. Did you miss us? I missed all of you. We missed all of you back here in the flesh, in full force, ready to run, ready to roll. Let's go. This was supposed to happen last week and I'll get into all of that. First, our introductions. I am your host, Blake Plonsky here, hanging with you. Thank you so much for joining us. I missed all of you. I'm sure you missed all of us. And with me, as always, is my trusted, tried and true broadcasting partner, Mr. Taylor Johnson. How's it going, Taylor? Fresh from the... I lost my train of thought. I'm doing good. <laughs> it happens oh, to I the best it. of us, man. It happens. Fresh from the boiler room, like mankind waiting for the undertaker. I'm mankind. ready. I don't know where good I was going reference. with that. Good ref. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like it. You don't not get bad. it. Not bad at You're all. You're either too young or you suck because you didn't watch wrestling when it was at its height. Granted. If you're young and watching wrestling now, you still have a good product in AEW, my friend. Not as good as it was in the late 90s. No, I I understand. I understand. Just saying. You and I are AEW fans, so. I'm a CM Punk fan. Wherever Punk goes, I follow. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Phil Brooks, no, I'm kidding. 
How dull. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Make sure to lock my doors and have my head on a swivel now. No, I'm just kidding. Welcome back in, everybody, to the return of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. I'm Blake Plonsky. You've heard Taylor Johnson here. We are back with you all. We missed you all. We apologize. Life happens over the summer. It wasn't like we planned, but we are back in the full swing for the NFL season. This episode was supposed to be last week, and I won't really dwell on it too much, but technical issues that happened that I couldn't get around. Our files got corrupted after we ended the recording session. I tried to force the files to do what I needed them to do, and it just went haywire. So we are going to try round two, second shot of our NFL preview, along with your regularly scheduled segments that we do each and every week. Welcome back, everybody, and we missed you all. Taylor, let's jump right into it with our NFL season preview. Man, I you know what? Before we get into that, Having the NFL back last weekend, Taylor, and and for me, it wasn't so much having fans in the stands or anything like that, because I I don't know if it doesn't add too much for me on TV. Maybe it does for other people, and, and that's fine. But for some reason, this weekend of NFL football, especially from Sunday, excuse me, Sunday, and the Monday night game, because the Buccaneers and Cowboys really didn't do much for me, you know, as far as being a lifelong Eagles fan, not being a Buccaneers fan, Tom Brady, that whole bit. I enjoyed the game for what it was, but Sunday through Monday, it just was so exciting to have the NFL back. More excited than I've been in at least the last couple of years. How about you? Uh, it was good to see stands completely full with rabid fans. Um, I, I, we've seen this with baseball, um, basketball as well. For whatever reason, when the fans come back, um, I don't know if they're so excited to come back. They just want to start fighting with each other. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, beer starts flowing, obviously. Tailgating, I think, has gone exponentially to another level this year um but for whatever reason coming back to the stands you think everybody would be happy no it's fans fighting with each other usually on the same team i don't i don't know what they're fighting about i don't get it <laughs> especially um, if they root for the same team nobody yeah, that's, understands just, that one i don't understand it i don't g- understand picking a fight with somebody that cheers for i don't get it but whatever All right, Taylor, let's jump right into it now. Can you confirm or deny that you and I have not changed a thing Um, about what we have in front of us for our season preview? Yes or no? Do you want the honest answer? Do you want me to tell you? Okay. Do you uh, want me to tell you what you want to hear? Okay, let, let me say it then. I haven't changed a damn thing. I have. Okay. That's what I figured you were going to say. So I'm going to give myself an out and people can either believe me or don't, you know, that's fine. Whatever. 
you know, do with it what you will. I can show the timestamp on my document here if I have to. That's fine. I'm actually scrambling to try and redo my playoffs now. Well, well, you you you've got time, brother. You've got time. I know. As we go I know. Through the division. There's, so there's a way I want this to work. I feel like a booker of wrestling. There's a way I want it to work, but I can't. It won't make sense. Well, actually, it might make sense. I all right, all right. And, I don't oh, know. Okay, how. okay. I shouldn't say that. I did do an audible because of my mistake last week, and and I'll call myself out on it. I had three wild cards from the same NFC division. I'll I'll put myself on blast for that. And I admitted to Taylor, Taylor, what did I say when I when that happened and I didn't realize it? What did I say? You said you were drinking too much uh, Crown Royal. I I said how many drinks last night did I actually have because I don't remember typing it out. I don't remember making that call at all i didn't realize it as i was typing it my brain didn't my eyes didn't tell my brain what it was seeing and i just let it go so i will admit i made one audible one so i okay 98 percent the same so okay sue me sorry everybody but sue me because Taylor gave me enough crap for that last week. And you know what? Rightfully deserved. Fair enough. Here, I'm Fair enough. Here, here's the thing, though. Um, after this past Sunday, I almost changed it to what you had. So. Oh, no. all right. All right. I'll keep it. Right. I'm keeping that the same, I think. All right. I don't feel oh, as bad now. And And Taylor gave me so much crap. I'm glad that he admitted that for the record. I'm glad. All right. All right, Taylor. Now, as last week, I'm going to do the same thing this week. I have my divisions seated out as far as how I think they'll finish. So I'll go first, and then you give me your team in that division. Sound fair? Yes. Okay. My number one seed in the AFC. The AFC West is, I'll admit, I made an audible here too. Okay, two audibles. Okay, not one, two. And now Sorry. the truth comes out. One turns to two, two turns into four. No, it's just two. Now that I'm looking at it, it's just two. The AFC West division champion will be the Kansas City Chiefs. Number one seed. I don't really know why I thought that they would finish second. And honestly... Even though he, for him, I guess, he kind of had a ho-hum day on Sunday. I'm not talking about Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was fantastic. As usual. I'm talking about Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Wow. What do do I mean by, why do I bring him up? That for the past, oh, 48 to 60 hours or so, I've been trying to get him off of... uh, the hands of a fantasy owner in my dad's fantasy football league. Travis, I'm going to keep trying, brother. I'm going to keep trying. (laughs) But I want Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and actually I probably shouldn't have said that on air, and now he'll listen to it, and it'll be a whole thing. Great. I just outed myself. Great. But Taylor, I, I don't care what people think 
talking about this. I am always in awe of Patrick Mahomes. Like, um, how how old would you say? How old is your your father? For the question I'm going to ask. Um, well, he passed away like over 20 years ago. So oh oh gee okay I I am sorry. He would um, be well in his 70s. Oh okay okay. Oh, well, now I feel like a dick. Um, okay. Why I was going to ask. So my father is 52. He's going to be 53 in November. Okay. So what I was going to ask is that his generation of quarterback, like his Patrick Mahomes of our age. So 52, me being 31. So let's say, so 20 ish years ago, um, that's what is that? 2011, you know, actually I'll just, I'll use this. My dad's favorite quarterback of all time. And actually one of his favorite football players, maybe his favorite all time. It's a, I can't quite remember, but his favorite quarterback all time is John Elway. So, but so my father's John Elway for me is Patrick Mahomes Taylor. I know that I, Praise Aaron Rodgers, the greatest thrower of the football ever. I've said that a million times. Everybody go back and listen to prior episodes. I've said it a million times. And I won't say that Patrick Mahomes is the prettiest thrower of the football ever because he's not. You know, he'll throw off his back foot. He'll be rolling out to his right and throw to a wide receiver all the way to his left, Taylor, that kind of thing. But he makes it work. Somehow, he does things that I feel like we've never seen. And I know that maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but Patrick Mahomes Taylor is going to go down, if not, you know, as a great player. Let's just say, you know, something happens, heaven forbid, he stays injury-free, knock on wood. But he is, you know, a generational talent that we get the pleasure to see. He's just, I don't know. I'm a little long-winded here. I apologize, but Patrick Mahomes started out the year just absolutely where he left off. And, hey, look at that. Look what Patrick Mahomes can do with a healthy offensive line. Uh, hello, last Super Bowl. Uh, the phone call's for you. Hello. Is that phone call from the white courtesy phone? We're going to say yes. <laughs> okay. So, Taylor, my point is, is that the Chiefs, they come out not missing a beat. Andy Reid has this team absolutely where it needs to be. My only question, probably like some other people, maybe not many others, but some, and even if it's just one other, fine. I still am a little trepidatious about the defense as a whole. Not to say that they're going to not win the division or anything, but just when I made the adjustment of seed number two to seed number one, it was defense depending. Am I wrong or right in thinking that? Yeah, you're kind of right, but kind of wrong. This team goes as far as Patrick Mahomes' legs and arms. All right, and so you're AFC West champion. Go ahead, brother. My AFC West champion or my number one overall seed? 
Actually, yeah, no, we can we can do it that that way. That's fine. Yeah, go ahead. You're number one. Number one overall. Overall number one. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, my number one seed of the, the AFC. If it's the Chiefs, I'm gonna be pissed. It's not the Chiefs. It's the Buffalo Bills. Okay, and that's what I had last week, everybody. And but I changed it. So yeah, you've made like eight changes already. I've made two, three, two. The I Chiefs, thought, I think three, and my one wild card team, two. Okay. My Super Bowl champion does remain the same. Same. My playoff teams remain the same, just the way they are seated changed. Fair enough. And Taylor, I I'm a big, I I shouldn't say Buffalo Bills fan. I'm a Sean McDermott fan. I want no. the guy to do well. Everybody knows why. If you're a brand new listener to Global Dynasty, he was a longtime Eagles coach. He should have got a head coaching job. I feel not maybe not long ago, but I feel like he should have got it at least a couple of years sooner. And he's showing out why that that happened. My only question with the Bills, Taylor, and the Bills are actually my number two seed, so I can kind of roll into it. Thank you for the segue, brother. I appreciate it. Their run game is still a little kind of like the Chiefs defense for me. Delvin Singletary, he put the ball on the ground twice. Zach Moss is oddly a healthy scratch. That's interesting. I just, I don't trust their run game enough yet. And when Devin Singletary burst on the scene last year or two years ago, whenever that was, I was actually a fan of his style. I liked him when I first saw him come on the scene, but I don't know if it, like you said, with Patrick Mahomes with the chiefs, Taylor, it's Josh Allen or bust. And those wide receivers have to do their jobs. Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox, and others have to do their job. But I will give the Buffalo Bills this. They do have a better defense than the Chiefs do have. So they do have that ace in the hole, that ace card in their deck, so to speak, that could see them being the number one seed overall. Time will tell. My AFC East champion is the Buffalo Bills. Number two seed, I, I, I should say. I, I don't like their run game, but I do like Josh Allen. I love Stefan Diggs. Their defense is great. So I don't know. It they're number one for me. They'll still they'll figure it out. I don't know. I, I and feel Sean like Josh McDermott Allen, is a defensive minded head coach, yeah. too. So and I don't know. Just like I mean, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy are gonna figure it out. He's gonna figure it out. Speaking, way, of that, Eric, speaking of that, speaking of that, I don't know where you were going, so I'm just going to cut you going. off real quick. Uh, so this week, everybody, we're going to be a little long on time, so we're not going to do college football this week. Taylor's Mr. College Football, that was his this is call. exactly where I was going. That was his call. Now, Taylor, I'm actually going to bring up two names for you real quick. One head coach, sorry, not head coach, one coach that's in the NFL, Eric Bieniemy, and one that's not but was last year the USC head coaching job. Eric Bieniemy is one that's been floated around. And I saw one article about 20 minutes before we started recording here. Bill O'Brien. Ugh, yuck. 
I knew you were going to have that reaction, and I love it. I love that I knew that. So much better. Oh, okay, so fair enough. All right, I just I wanted to hear that reaction. Okay, we'll throw Bill O'Brien aside. That's fine. Speaking of Bill, just actually before we throw Bill O'Brien aside, I just want to say that you know, and it's not his fault. Genetics are not anybody's fault. He is an interesting looking individual. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just I'm I, not even, I'm not I, even commenting I Googled on that. Bill O'Brien because I, I, I saw I, the reason. No. Here's the reason why Bill, because I Googled him to look up his past college coaching record, right? At Penn state, because they said his resurgence of Penn state, the article said his resurgence of Penn state was his doing. And I was kind of like, really, you know, I, it, it didn't quite hit me. So I wanted to look it up. So Googling Bill O'Brien, bringing up his face. That's where that came from. Bill O'Brien at Penn state. He won seven games and then eight games. And then, uh, and then, uh, 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 is it James Franklin? Yep. And then James Franklin took over James Franklin turned around that program, not Bill O'Brien. So I don't, I didn't read the article because I saw the headline. I clicked on the article and I kind of read it a little bit and I'm like, I'm not finishing this. No way. Would you agree with me that James Franklin turned that program around? Not Bill O'Brien. I can't argue that, I guess. Okay. That was going to be my point. Now, Bill O'Brien toss him aside. Just wanted to make that point. Eric B. Enemy Taylor, I knew this is where you were going. Go. I hope he doesn't become the USC head coach. Because I feel like there's a team in the NFC that is near and dear to my heart that might have a head coach opening after this season. Oh, dear God. For all you brand new listeners out there, I know exactly where he's going and he's being slick about um, it. I did see that James, there's mutual interest between USC and James Franklin. I did see that article this morning. I don't like that so much. I like James Franklin where he is. Nope. Get him out of the big 10, please. <laughs> I, I see also, what I see where you're going. Also, Minnesota fans, Gopher fans, um, don't think that P.J. Fleck is going to stay around forever. And I'm just, whether it's USC, whether it's Tennessee, somewhere else, um, he probably won't be in Minnesota for, I would say, within the next five years, he moves on. Okay, Taylor, so I'm going to ask you a quick question. And I apologize, we're kind of... Veering away from NFL, everybody will get back to it. I'll reel us back in in one second here. So, Taylor, two questions. One, on the topic at hand, do you think Eric Bieniemy becomes the head coach at USC, yes or no? Here's the thing, and there was an inter- interesting point brought up on Dan Patrick's show today on my drive home, my five-minute drive home. <laughs> um, but I did get to listen to this, and he said, he doesn't know, and I agree wholeheartedly with this, he doesn't know what Eric Bieniemy is thinking. Is he thinking, okay, I just want a head coach job somewhere? Then, yes, you take it. If you still want to be an NFL head coach, you do not take this college job. You hold out for an NFL spot. Right. And so I, don't, I think he's holding out for an NFL spot. 
I, I, I think, think so too. USC job. I would be okay. I shouldn't say I would be surprised. I would, I would be, be surprised. Oh, I know. Here's the reason why I wouldn't be surprised because he's waited so long in the NFL to just basically give the NFL the middle finger basically Mm -mm. and say, I'll show you what I can do at USC because nobody's given me a chance. You've interviewed me. Sure. Oh, you've given me an interview kind of like the U S men's national team, Taylor. Oh, we had an 18 month interview process. Do you know how many people than the U S men's national team brass interviewed in that 18 months Two. Ding, ding, two people. So pass me with, oh, he's been interviewed and, oh, he doesn't light the world on fire. His job coaching on NFL tape is what. Everybody remember Nick Sirianni and his first press conference and how he got laughed out of the room and they said he's not head coaching material. Look at the Eagles week one tape of this week and then tell oh, me geez. that he doesn't belong. So oh, no, but I no, but this isn't about Sirianni Taylor. This isn't about oh, Sirianni. Boy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm talking about Eric Bieniemy. Oh, he doesn't talk. He doesn't interview well. He doesn't talk well. Pass me with that. I know that an interview is what leads you to getting a job. I get that. But Taylor, it is still a crime to me. I don't know about you that Eric Bieniemy is not a head coach. So you know what? That's why it wouldn't surprise me if he went to USC. If I were Eric Bieniemy, Taylor, I would still hold out for an NFL job. That's what I would do but it would not surprise me if he went that way. You know what I mean? I would bet the farm that he doesn't take a college job. I mean, so do I. I'm just so, saying so it wouldn't that, shock me if tomorrow that. You right. Know. So with that, let's congratulate Eric Bieniemy on the new USC head coach. Cause I probably just jinxed him. Yeah. Probably. So. <laughs> All right. Taylor number seed. Number three. For me, the AFC South, Taylor, I don't care how the Tennessee Titans looked. It's kind of like how the Packers looked over the weekend. I'm not putting a ton of stock into it. The AFC South champion is going to be the Tennessee Titans. I know Ryan Tannehill had a career surgence to resurgence to be remembered. Last year, I should say. But they still have such a high-powered offense and an offense that can do things, and a defense in some respects, Taylor, that seems, to me at least, underrated, that they don't get enough respect. Now, I'm not saying that they're top tier of the NFL, but they're not bottom third of the NFL either. That's kind of my point, is that they're kind of overlooked. Now, will Ryan Tannehill regress to the mean? Maybe. I don't think so. I don't think he'll have as good of a year as he did last year, per se. Lean on Derrick Henry. Matt or Matt Ryan. Hello. I, I've got Eagles win on the brain. <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> no, Ryan Tannehill. Just, you know, pass the ball a handful of times, but, you know, just three, four steps, turn, adjust the ball to your right hand and into the gut of Derrick Henry. The Titans are going to be just fine, Taylor. My number three seed, the Tennessee Titans. Go ahead. My number three coming out of the AFC North, 
your favorite, the fighting Baker Mayfields, the Cleveland Browns. Gave Kansas City a run for their money. Now, I had the same number four seed as I did last week. Same number four seed. The team that Taylor just mentioned, the Cleveland Browns. I know, everybody. I'm like Colin Cowherd. Okay, maybe not as much as that on Baker Mayfield. Colin hates Baker, and I can see his point. I didn't like Baker because of how he came out of college. That's that's just my deal. It's not who it's who I am. I just I don't like that in a in a athlete, I guess. That some just not as, you know, overt over the top with it that that kind of thing. Baker Taylor doesn't seem like a top let's see here, 32 teams in the NFL, so top 12 would be top third would you say baker's a top 12 quarterback yes okay and i mean i i guess thinking about it maybe i do too i just i need more from baker i i don't know what i feel like i'm not seeing but there's something about baker that i just don't like and i and i'm talking on the field now i'm going from off the field to on the field there's something that just doesn't click with me. And he's got a potent running attack behind him. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, that can do wonders. Awesome. And Taylor, I thought about this over the weekend after our last recording kind of went to hell. I know I knock Kevin Stefanski for the simple reason that he was a Vikings head coach. You know, you and I razz each other, yada, yada. It's all in good fun. With how the team looked last weekend, Kevin Stefanski is the right man for the job. I oh, questioned yeah. it last year, and you did. I'll give you credit. You said it. Taylor said it, everybody. I questioned last year whether he was the right man for the job, and I know it's one game, prisoner of the moment, fine. He looks the part and acts the part. Now, again, I think this team will go as far as Baker takes them, kind of like Patrick Mahomes. I think they should maybe lean on the run attack more. I think the defense could be even better than they show, but I still think that they're going to make the playoffs. Now, how far they go will be directly on Baker's shoulders and damned if you do, damned if you don't on Kevin Stefanski, my number four seed is the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I flip-flopped here, too, with yours. You have the Titans at three. I have the Titans at four. Um, I don't know. I don't trust their defense. Um, I don't know about their passing attack. It's Derrick Henry. It's him or bust. I don't know. He'll have 2,000 yards, but I just don't think they'll do enough to get it done, To I mean, they'll win the division easily. Um but as far as getting up to that next level of the Bills and the Chiefs, I just – I don't think they have it. Um, I feel like they're missing something. I don't know. Um, no, I, I agree. They're Julio... definitely not on the Bills and Chiefs level. No. I'll agree with you there. And I don't think – I think Cleveland is closer to that level than Tennessee. And I think that's I could, I probably could agree why with I that. went this way. Sure, so. I, I could agree. 
Yeah, I just I don't know. I I don't. Julio's not the answer at wide out. I don't know if even Mike Vrabel is the answer as head coach, but I like the guy, but I don't know. I love Tennessee. Love the Titans. Love Derrick Henry. Dude wins me fantasy football championships, but <laughs> Tannehill I don't think is the answer. Um, he's a good quarterback. God, I'd put Kirk Cousins ahead of him, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's a hot take. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'm yeah, not even gonna should. touch that. You no, shouldn't. for different reasons than you think. All right, and my all right, wild card time. Three teams this year. Remember, everybody, wild card added in each conference. Taylor, instead of going in depth, I'm kind of gonna uh kind of lightning round this one. The Colts, Patriots, and Chargers. Those mm-hmm. I did not change no matter what I saw in week one. Taylor, the Colts issue is they have one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. Week one this year, they did not show it. Carson Wentz looked like he was back on the injury-riddled Eagles and like the Eagles were starting third-string offensive linemen at every position again. They just, for whatever reason, couldn't protect him. And I need them to protect him so I can get that extra first round pick in this year's upcoming draft. But that's a whole nother thing. The Patriots, Taylor, I'm a Mac Jones fan. I want him to succeed. I want Bill Belichick to succeed for the simple fact that people are like, Tom Brady made Bill Belichick. Mac Jones will be fine. I like Damian Harris as a running back. I I like how he runs the football. I like how they're using him. I like how much they're using him. I like, so I like how many touches he's getting for sure. And I think the Patriots will be just fine. I think they might be a surprise wildcard team and the chargers Taylor, the chargers just have an exciting football team out in LA, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, his misusage we'll say in the passing game is kind of concerning. It's been one week though. So that it remains to be seen as to whether or not that's the game plan going forward. The chargers have kind of like the Titans. I think they have a defense that gets overlooked. I'm going to say the chargers and Justin Herbert, who was going to, take what he did last year coming on the scene like a house of fire. Justin Herbert is going to continue that trend into a wild card. I'm high in the Chargers too. I think they're not winning this division. The Chiefs, I'm not even going to say are going to run away with it because I think the Chargers are going to trip them up but probably at least one game. Um but I think the Chargers are nipping on the heels of Patrick Mahomes. I got the Chargers five. Um, Baltimore six. I don't care if they lost to the Raiders. It is what it is. Um, but what one thing that does scare me is they have more injuries than I have ever seen before. They have gone through. They're, they've got to be on their 27th different running back. Um, it's unfortunate. Who's um, that now? The Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. Sorry, I, you you mentioned the Chargers. I thought you were still talking that. Oh, no, no, the Ravens. Sure, sure, absolutely. Ravens six, and then I got the fighting Carson Wentz's at seven. 
Although I do believe, and I probably should have changed this to the Patriots because there will, will come a point um, where Carson Wentz will probably get COVID and have to miss two games. No boy. Yeah, we've got a COVID story in our news segment later on, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, NFC time, Taylor. My number one. And Taylor can attest that I had them number one last week. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just trying to get me in trouble. Get people yelling at me. All right. Monday, notwithstanding, the Los Angeles Rams. I think that this team is a force to be reckoned with. They have a great top-tier defense. Taylor, you and I have said it before. Matt Stafford going to the Rams with Sean McVay. The weapons that they have in the passing attack. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby. Um, uh, uh, I can't think of it. I can picture his face. Van Jefferson, etc. I'm looking now. Apparently, they have Deshaun Jackson on the team. I did not know that he was on a team. I figured he was still playing because I didn't hear that he retired, but apparently he's a fourth or fifth option. That's interesting. And the injuries to Cam Akers can't be understated, but Daryl Henderson looked the part as a lead back Taylor taking what was, it looked like, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but 90 to 92% of the running back share touches. I mean, the Rams look really good. And ever since the Rams lost in the Super Bowl a few years ago, people have been kind of maybe down on Sean McVay and the Rams and saying, you know, can they get over the hump and win the big one? I think the Rams are going to steamroll the NFL. And man, did they start out on a high note on Monday? Your number one seed. My number one is also the Rams. You remember, oh, I believe it was the early 2000s, the greatest show on turf. I do, very much so. The St. Louis Rams. I think we might have the second coming. Hey, this team is just going to run away with the one seed. Is there the any is there any way that this team can be better than that team was? Offense wise, I don't think so. But as a whole, they're definitely going to be better, especially on defense. But offense, I don't know because I mean you're looking at Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, Marshall Falk. Right, it's just, tough to beat that. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Hear they're not going to put up as many points and air it out as much. Um, but it's definitely an upgrade going from golf to Stafford. All right. My number two seed Taylor's arch rival, the green Bay Packers. I know how they looked. I get it. Horrible. I know how they looked. It's one game. Is that going to happen every week? Is that going to happen even again in this season? I'm giving the Packers a giant mulligan, a giant one. 
don't make me look stupid. And don't make me look stupid for drafting with such confidence in fantasy football in two leagues, mind you. In one league, drafting Aaron Rodgers is my QB1. And drafting Aaron Jones in another league is my running back one. So don't make me look stupid. Let's get it together. I've heard all week so far, Taylor, midweek on Wednesday, today recording on September 15th, 2021. I forgot to say the date as I normally do. My apologies, everybody. They just came in with their head in the clouds. I'm going to give them a mulligan. The Packers have as good of a team as anybody else in the league, especially in the NFC. The Packers are my seed number two. I mean, I'll get Taylor, to the... Aaron, I mean, Taylor, Aaron Rodgers no. was the MVP last year. I mean, come on. It's just, it's one game. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll touch on the Packers later. My number two, like you love them. The Dallas Cowboys. They gave Tampa Bay a run for their money. I, they have an explosive offense, defense. Eh, they got some young talent. But I don't know. I they looked like better Dak than Prescott. I gave him credit for. I like Dak. I like what he. I like his weapons. Ceedee Lamb, very electric. Amari Cooper, very reliable. Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Eh. As much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, I have rostered Amari Cooper in one league. Last week, he got me 38 points and helped me win. So There you go. No, I mean, they could have won that game against Tampa Bay. Could have. And I feel like they're on a collision course to meet up again. Foreshadow. Oh, listen to you. Taylor, my number three is the team that won on NFL's opening night on Thursday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As much as I want Tom Brady to retire and go away, I'm trying to enjoy him for what he is and how great he is for the fact that we'll probably never see a quarterback like him ever again. The quarterback coming into his combine that did not look the part ran the ugliest 40 time in NFL history. Not that that matters, but it's just, it's on tape. It's factual. A sixth round pick to turning into arguably the greatest quarterback in NFL history. We'll never see that ever again. So I'm trying to enjoy it. The Buccaneers are like the Cowboys or a team that I just enjoy hating because, oh, they're seven and nine with Jameis. And then all of a sudden Tom Brady comes in and, oh, that's all they need. Tom Brady just waltzes into a team that has the weapons, that has an elite defense, and they just win the Super Bowl. So it sticks in my craw. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's not like they're going to fall off and win six games. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win their division. The NFC South, I'm a little curious as to how uh, the Fournette, Ronald Jones, the second situation will pan out. Ronald Jones got doghoused after putting the ball on the ground one or two times. Leonard Fournette takes over. 
Bill, uh, Bill Arians, Bruce Arians said that Ronald Jones will start. So that's interesting. See if Tom Brady can keep up this uh, heavy throwing attack that Bruce Arians likes to uh, likes to uh, uh, game plan in for games. Tom Brady being 44, you know, not having the strongest arm in the world. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what the Buccaneers do being the reigning Super Bowl champions, but they will make the playoffs. My number three seed, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I also have Tampa Bay at three. Um, I, it seemed like Thursday night, they, like I said, I mean, Dallas almost beat them, probably could have, but the same time it seems like tom brady seems seems unstoppable with gronk uh with godwin mike evans uh, somebody Antonio just needs Brown. to play 1960s 1970s football and just rip tom brady's head off and take the penalty well, and take the fine they'll probably be suspended for indefinitely cuz this league <laughs> is a bunch of pansies can't even taunt can't even celebrate god forbid you talk crap to the other player Oh no, that's a penalty. I did what say that last so soft. I did say that last week, everybody, and I'll say it again. I want somebody to take Tom Brady's head off. I don't. I enjoy watching him. I'm embracing Tom Brady. I hated him for so long. This guy's so good. And he's really funny, by the way. He, he's hilarious. So, anyways, that's I got Tampa Bay at my, no, as my number three. Of, corniest of cornballs. I love it. I love it. It's perfect. Right. I right. Can't, I hate. I hate that. It just. It, it's. It's because he tries too hard. No, if he, he was does. just. He doesn't need if to. he was just a. Okay, I shouldn't say if he was just a dork, it would be different because he is a dork. But he tries too hard. That's a whole nother thing. I'm not going to go off on a separate road here. By the way, he's a dork. I, he had the time of his cool. life at that Super Bowl parade. My guy, my kind of guy. I got COVID. Super Bowl. That'd be damned. He's still at the time of his life. Throwing the trophy around. I played all year last year on a torn MCL. Oh, yeah. PR Tom Brady to the rescue. Yeah. Uh huh. Perfect. God. His wife taught him well. His wife taught him well. Barf, man. Just God. See, right there's a written. Now I hate him again. I was just trying to give him praise. Gotta hate him again. See how this goes, everybody. All right. My number four seed, everybody saw it on Thursday. It's the, as much as I want to not admit it, it's probably the Cowboys. It's going to be a very muddy drag out NFC East this year. I mean, with the way the Eagles looked, I mean, I mean, again, not putting the cart before the horse. Eagles are really good. But I'm not going to say they're going to win the East. Not yet. I'm not going to go off the ledge. I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment. I'm just not going to do it. It's the Cowboys division to lose. Now, the Cowboys have not been able to win in the last 25 years. So, I mean, it's more likely than not that they win the division and then they fall on their face or shoot themselves in the foot. The Cowboys will be the Cowboys, no matter how talented their team is. But I will say that this is a talented team, and Taylor Dak looks real good. 
especially for an injury that was looked at as career-threatening, wouldn't you say? Correct. And for some reason, Taylor, would you say that Mike McCarthy, Dak, or both are having trouble trusting Zeke in the run game? I have a reason why I ask, but just in how much that Dak threw the ball on Thursday, was that just a a game plan thing playing the paid, excuse me, the Buccaneers, Tom Brady and the brain Patriots playing the Buccaneers, both game plan Buccaneers, or just maybe saying that this is going to be a more pass friendly offense kind of, you know, what do you think the reason is that Zeke kind of just kind of looked, uh, running through the mud so to speak. I think that's just what the Tampa Bay defense does to you. They just can't get anything going. Fair They'll enough. Have success okay. against other teams, but this will be a pass first offense. Sure. Right. Right. And I actually heard this morning that Dak Prescott himself audibled out of at least 12 called run plays and audible to the pass. Now I'm not Smart saying man. Too much about I'm not saying that you know oh it's a he doesn't trust Zeke or whatever but it is factual that he did audible out of 12 run plays and switch to the pass now is that seeing the game as it develops and seeing that the team couldn't exactly open up holes for Zeke or is there more to that but excuse me but I just wanted to throw that out there Still, it's the Cowboys division to lose. I hope they do lose it. I hope that my team is the division champion, but I'm going to call it as I see it. Right now, it's the Cowboys division to lose. Your Eagles aren't even going to sniff first place. I didn't say they would. I'm just saying. Taylor, you're number four. Go ahead. So I said I'd touch on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Here I go. Number four, Green Bay Packers. By default, they're going to win the North only because the Vikings suck. Uh, The Bears refuse to start Justin Fields for reasons only God knows why. And Motor City, Dan Campbell is too busy chewing off kneecaps to really care about a division win this year. Um, I don't know what I – what I saw to Rodgers on Sunday was a guy that didn't want to be there, guy that really didn't care. Um, he said on the Pat McAfee show yesterday that um, they came out with low energy. How on the first game of the year, I, obviously they didn't have full stands in Jacksonville for this game, but how can you as a team, as a player, as a leader, as a captain – How can you come out of the gates game one, week one of the NFL season with low energy? How does that happen? You're in sunny Jacksonville. All right. New Orleans picked this site because it had the most expensive flights. So there possibly be a chance of less Packer fans motivation right there. Again, you're in sunny Jacksonville. Okay. You don't, you're the away team. You're traveling no matter what. It's not like you were in New Orleans and, oh, nope, now we got to go to Jacksonville. 
You knew that this game was going to be played in Jacksonville. You knew you're playing the Saints. You're playing Jameis Winston. By the way, Saints had wide receivers out up the wazoo. All right, they're playing with a bunch of no-name undrafted rookies. Okay, undrafted free agents. How do you not get up for this game? All right, you're supposed to, if you're the great Aaron Rodgers, you're supposed to prove everybody wrong. You're supposed to prove that you are the MVP, that the Packers are making a mistake of moving on after this season. And really all he did was just say, well, Green Bay saying, well, why don't we just go out? Why don't we just try Jordan Love now? Well, we cut our losses with Rodgers. I don't, I don't know. I saw on Twitter right after, well, during the game and after the game that he was purposely sabotaging so he can get traded. I don't believe that, but oh, you know what? God. Right now, I'm not going to put it past him. But no, it, he looked like a guy that really didn't care. He's, you know, I don't, I don't give him crap for being on Pat McAfee every Tuesday. I think it's kind of cool. A little insight, insider, you know, what the team is thinking. I enjoyed it a lot last year. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like football is probably not number one, two, or maybe even three on his priority list right now. Now, having said that, He's going to go out against Detroit Monday night, probably score five touchdowns, throw for 400 yards, and pretty much throw a big middle finger to everybody. But <laughs> I don't know. The way that team came out Sunday afternoon, offense and defense look lethargic. Like I said, with that being said, by default, they're winning NFC North just because the Vikings aren't going to do crap. Chicago is just going to get in their own way. And again, your boy Motor City Dan Campbell, I don't think has has what it takes to have Detroit uh, win the division. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, shocker! I thought he was the answer. Oh, okay. Uh, next year, ask me next year. Dear God. Okay. Uh, wild cards. Again, kind of lightning round style for me, Taylor. Seattle. Russell Wilson, until he gets old, looks like he doesn't have any anymore or just flat out retires, Seattle will always be in it. It doesn't he hurt. It doesn't hurt that Pete Carroll is a good head coach in the NFL. The defense isn't what it used to be, but it can bend and not break. Maybe it could surprise in a couple of games, but as long as Russell Wilson is in control of decision-making on the offense. And for this football team, Seattle will be a wild card this year. Another wild card, Taylor. I had this last week. I am feeling better about it now. The Arizona Cardinals came out like a house of fire in week one. I did have them as wild card number two last week. Let's not lie now. I did have them. They looked real good. Time will tell. Again, one game. Don't want to just, you know, go nuts. But it was more about, I I mean, Kyler looked really good. Kyler Murray, I'm not a big Kyler Murray fan, but he looked real good. That defense, though, that defense really surprised on Sunday. So now can they keep it rolling? Can uh, Cliff Kingsbury keep keep the troops in line, keep their energy up. I mean, it would be hard not to coming off of that win in week one being oh, one and oh, excuse me, 
going into week two, hey, the Cardinals, I think, could do some things. My one change here, I was looking to see where I could make an adjustment. I had the 49ers. Taylor gave me crap, and now this week apparently he's not, so apparently maybe my 49ers were the right way to go. Sorry. My 49ers in my picks, not my 49ers. Everybody knows I'm an Eagles fan. I actually have the Carolina Panthers. I was looking for another team to just get in there, and that was the team I settled on. I can't really decipher why, but that's the team I've got as my final wild card. Taylor, you're three. Go ahead. Um, so I did make a change while you were talking. All right. I don't, this is stupid. I probably shouldn't <laughs> do it. So I got San Francisco as my first wild card. Um, I don't, whether it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance, um, I, I did see that Mosert is gone for the season, but, yep. um, and I'm not sure what happened to Brandon Ayuk this past weekend. Um, not I haven't so, gotten a chance to read it, but it sounds yeah. like a, um, not in, not injury related. Okay, perfect. So uh, I can't what, change one of the, one of those, uh, deals. Yeah. Awesome. So I can't change this now, but I'll go with the Niners. Um, Second wildcard team, Washington football team, um, even though Fitzpatrick is gone for the foreseeable future um, with a hip injury. Um, I did see on Twitter there was somebody Heineke that called in. good, though, man. There was somebody that called into a radio show that um, was blaming Fitzpatrick going down water slides this week. Oh, um, and he hurt his hip doing that, and then in the game hurt it even more. I don't, whatever. Going don't down a what? Uh, he should he should retire if he's hurting his hip going down a water right. slide. Le- le- um, come on. Which, by the way, he is old, so maybe he should retire. Um, but uh, I, I do like this Washington team. I'm high on them. Uh, McLaren, I love McLaren. Um, he has won me, won me a fan. Of, well, won me one. Fantasy Football League last year came in second with him the year before. Um, I'm Taylor no Washington. Heineke, though. I was going to say I'm no Washington football team fan for the obvious reason. One player that I do love watching Taylor talking about our fantasy teams. I've rostered Antonio Gibson ever since yes. he came into the league. I kept him last year. I love watching that kid play as much as I hate the team itself. You know, fantasy-wise, hey, there's money on the line. I like watching him play football. Go ahead. Uh, Taylor Heineke, do you know where he started his NFL career? I uh, couldn't tell you. Uh, your Minnesota Vikings. Huh. Do right. you, the, the more you know, Do I you guess. know what happened the year Teddy Bridgewater messed up his knee? I have no idea where you're going with this. N- no clue. Heineke was number two on the depth chart. Really? So he was really? going to take over for Teddy Bridgewater. One small problem. Taylor Heineke decided um, out one night, locked himself out of his house oh to <laughs> instead of, you know, being responsible and somehow getting in to kick the window next to his door 
and he messed up his leg, didn't play all year. Oh no. Oh um that's not that's so yeah. not as bad as a Joel Zamaya uh elbow injury playing guitar hero, but uh, it's close. 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 Man, oh man. Yes. So uh, sports injuries are but funny no. isn't the right word, but fun Finicky. is is one way that we'll put no, Taylor Heineke, I think he, he he'll be fine with Washington. Agreed. Um, and then my third wild card. This is what I changed while you were talking about them. I got rid of the Carolina Panthers and welcome to the NFL playoffs. The Arizona Cardinals. Only because, excuse me, only because. I was going to say, and just two minutes ago, he's ba 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 with the Cardinals. Okay. Only because. I I see how it is. I like Kyler Murray. That guy can run. Um, Chandler Jones, what do you get? Five sacks in one game? Um, Do you know who the Cardinals play on Sunday? I have not yet looked ahead to the schedule, but I probably should because we did not get to do our picks no by the way who won that last year uh i know you're insinuating to anyways um the arizona cardinals play your minnesota vikings oh that's right because i was thinking oh that's right because i did i pick them up in fantasy this morning i i made my pickups at like 340 this morning so i can't quite remember I think Chandler Jones might have another five sacks. J.J. Watt might have two and a half. So, yeah. Arizona Cardinals, last one in. in Taylor the is so down on his team, and I love it. Uh, I am. I, th- I wish that we would have been able to keep our recording just for how depressed and uh, he was last week. Man, oh, man. All right, Taylor, playoff picks. All right, let's see here. Uh, so so we're going actually probably really long, so I'm just going to kind of run through this. I have the Bills over the Colts, Pats over the Browns, and Chargers over the Titans, NFC first round, Packers over the Panthers, Cardinals over the Buccaneers, and Seattle over the Cowboys. Go ahead. AFC, I got the Chiefs over the Colts. I got the Browns over the Ravens and the Chargers over the Tennessee Titans. And the NFC side, I have, since I redid this, I got to look to make sure. I have the Niners over the Packers, Cowboys over the Cardinals, Buccaneers over Washington. All right. Next round, Bills over the Patriots. Even though I wanted to pick the Patriots, I just can't. Chiefs over the Chargers. I think that's right. Uh, Yep, that would be right. Okay. Rams over Seattle and Packers over the Cardinals. AFC, I have the Bills over the Chargers and the... Chiefs over the Browns. Yes. NFC side. How did I not screw this up last week? I don't know what I am doing. I have the Rams over the Niners. 
Cowboys over the Buccaneers. Jesus, this is a mess. <laughs> We're both drinking too much. Anyways, championship games. AFC, I have the Chiefs over the Bills and the Rams over the Packers. Chiefs and Rams Super Bowl. I got the also I have the Chiefs over the Bills and I have the Cowboys over the Rams. I have a Chiefs Cowboys. My brain kind of short circuited there. Like control alt delete. I had to reboot. Like gross. As much as I want the Chiefs and specifically Patrick Mahomes to get a Super Bowl win. Patrick Mahomes has his entire career to get that done. And before Patrick Mahomes' career is over, Taylor, he's going to win multiple. But I am, I was high on the Rams last week. I was high on them even more so now after watching them play. It's one week, Taylor. Sean McVay and the Rams are going to right the wrong of losing to Tom Brady so many, so many. That makes it sound like 10. A handful of years ago, the Rams are your 2021-2022 NFL Super Bowl champions. Wrong. You are wrong. So I have the Chiefs and Cowboys. Are you ready for this one, Blake? Oh, dear God, don't. No, I'm not. I'm not ready, actually, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, you should be because I picked the Chiefs to beat the Cowboys. Oh, thank God. I don't do that to me. Not when we don't drink on the air except for NFL draft night. Our draft specials. Don't do that to me. I had to. Oh, my God. I had All to. Right. All right. Taylor has the Chiefs. I have the Rams as your Super Bowl champions. Taylor, NFL award time. Dak Prescott looks like, I mean, he didn't get hurt flat out. It's one week, but it looks like he's just, he just started from last year and just smooth sailed right into this year and started off without missing a beat. Comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott. Ah, if my thing will load back up. I like that pick, but my comeback player of the year is Christian McCaffrey. Of the Panthers, your Panthers, my Panthers. Ah, yes, yes. I forgot. I forgot about that until you said it. No, that that's a good pick, man. It's a good pick. I have McCaffrey as my running back, uh, number one in my other league that I didn't draft Aaron Jones in. So I totally get that. Coach of the year, Super Bowl champion, coach Sean McVay. Coach of the year, I got your boy, Sean McDermott of the Bills. That would be so good. You know what? It's gonna I happen. hope that that one happens. Is That's the one that I hope for. You know what? If, Forget if my they pick. Get home, if they get the one seed, it's happening. Oh, come on. I don't know if they Bills. play. Come on. I don't know if the Bills play the Chiefs this year. If they do and the Bills win, give this man a trophy. Just not the Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> Defensive Rookie of the Year, Taylor. Patrick Sertan. Is it the second? Yep. I I did, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yes. his father was a very good pro in, in his own right. I just, I didn't write the second next to his name. That's what confused me. I have Patrick Sertan the second. 
of the Denver Broncos. I got uh, defensive rookie of the year, your boy, linebacker Micah Parsons of the Cowboys. Uh, I, I'm not even going to, I'm just going to move along. I, I just, I brain aneurysm. Offensive rookie of the year, Taylor, he started out slow, but he came on strong as the game went on. And I have one of his wide receivers. Who am I talking about? I have Corey Davis on one NFL fantasy team. One fantasy team, excuse me. That means I'm talking about Offensive Rookie of the Year. Mr. Milk Toast looked like he's 12. Zach Wilson. I, I had something, and then it kind of fell flat. Zach Wilson. That guy's going to fall flat on his face, be eaten up by the New York media, and he's going to be have to go crying to his mother. Um, I'm going with a quarterback from the AFC East, Mac Jones. Probably going to well, get a I, wild I like card the pick. Spot. I like it. All right. I, I like it. Again, a Mac Jones fan. I, I like it, brother. Defensive player of the year. Another switch that I made after I just kind of thought about it, and technically it's not really a switch because he was my 1A, but I decided on the other player. I'm switching my 1A to my 1. TJ Watt. He got, like it. It. he got his contract. He got his money. Show out, brother. Show out. Uh, did you hear about how he got his contract? I did not. Um, so his agents kept saying, oh, you can get more money than what you're getting. You can get more money. You can hold out for more money. The job of an Finally, agent, he, sure. He literally walked past him, went right into the uh, no, Art Rooney. I don't know. One of the Roonies, whoever owns the Steelers. And said, you know what? What you're what you're giving me now, which by the way, the highest paid defensive player, I'll sign that. Good for him. You know, you know what? Yep. Again, it's the agent's job. I get the I I get the idea. I get the logic behind it. You know, good for them. I like that TJ Watt said, you know what? I get what your job is, but this is my money. And they're making me the highest paid defensive player. So why would I not take that? Sign this contract, you know, play it out, play as well as he should be able to, barring injury. Knock on wood for TJ Watt. Sign another contract. Smart move by TJ. Taylor, I'm going to put my offensive player of the year and my MVP in the same category because they're the same person. It's the player that I love to watch, and I don't really need to talk about him too much as we talked about him earlier. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes, period. No analysis needed. If this team is able to unseat the kings of the AFC, this guy wins Offensive Player of the Year and MVP. Josh I, Allen, Buffalo Bills. If I, I thought there was going to be a pause in there. I was going to say, remembering last week, I knew exactly where you were going. I thought you were going to pause for effect, but you didn't. No. All right. Not me. All right, Taylor. That is our NFL season preview, and we've been kind of kind of meshing in a little week one here, here and there. Let's get into our sole news story this week. Again, we're running a little long on time. We'll be as quick as we 
possibly can. Taylor, the New Orleans Saints have a COVID problem. We're not going to be too long-winded on this, but you know what? It is kind of funny. It's it's funny and it's not funny for two different reasons. One, it's not funny because of what the Saints are going through. Once again, like Hurricane when Hurricane Katrina came through in 2005, Taylor, they're displaced. They're not in their home base. They're away from their families. The entire team is once again uprooted and playing at a site that is not their own. That's got to be tough on any person, I would think. So that's tough. The funny part about this whole thing is, is not that not being ill or anything like that, everybody. It's because their hub is in Florida. That's the funny part because Florida is just outworldly kitty wampus. Hey, if you live in Florida, God bless you. You know, I'm not talking about you, but Taylor, there's a reason that if you type in, in Google, Florida man, and hit enter, why do news stories come up? Because for there's because there's something in the water down there is the best way that I can think of it. There's just something different about Florida that just makes people different. And thus Florida having COVID issues right now, we're not getting political, but it's just a point of fact that it's that it's a little out of control and the saints are based there right now taylor being displaced due to the last hurricane so the saints have eight members of their organization that have tested positive the eight include six offensive coaches it is not said that one of them is sean payton michael thomas who is actually not in florida he's still in texas or not in Texas, excuse me, because they're in Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana, excuse me. He is based in Texas due to his rehab right now, being on the pup list designated to return, cannot return to game action until at least week seven. But Michael Thomas, when they were based in Texas, before they moved to Florida, that's what I should have said, Michael Thomas and a nutritionist, Taylor, is rounding out the eight. Now, it is questioned whether the Saints will actually play this weekend or not because all eight. Now, Michael Thomas, I guess, is different because he's not an active player right now, so he would be different. But the rest of the seven have to pass two consecutive negative tests 24 hours apart before they can be involved in the game or even at a practice. Or The Saints are in a tough spot right now, brother. How many of those are vaccinated? Sean Payton says that the entire team is vaccinated, 100%. Oh, then I'm not worried about it. You know, I, I thought of that too. So, you know, I mean, again, vaccinated people have had breakthrough cases. Some have been hospitalized, but majority is, you know, anti or asymptomatic is the term, you know. They're fine in a couple of days. They get their treatment. Everything's fine. So, Taylor, you're actually probably right. It is interesting. I just brought it up because of the whole Florida tie-in. I know what people are thinking, but it's just, it's funny. Okay? It's funny. 
He hates Florida. I do not. Florida's fine. Again, it's not the people. It's not Florida. It's the water in Florida because there's something in the water or something weird because you have people running down the streets on PCP and are PCP and bath salts the same thing? You're asking the wrong guy. All right. Fair enough. Whether they're the same thing or not, we'll just say that they're not PCP and bath salts and have naked people running through the streets, screaming their head off, wielding running chainsaws. That's what Florida is. So. All right, Taylor, before we get into our last segment, our weekly picks here, let's talk about both of our teams. Unless you don't want to brother, I can just go. Mine's going to be quick. Go ahead. This team sucks. <laughs> I wish Coming I back could have seen your rant last week. I wish I could have. Sorry, go ahead. I, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't catch the game till halftime. Was able to find the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, on the radio on Sirius XM. Probably better than this. watching the actual game, if, if oh, I'm yes. honest. I was about ready to drive off the road. Um, they had, I'm trying to think two, three, four penalties in like the first three and a half minutes, a couple false starts, holding more holding more false starts. I'll say this dude, horrible before you continue. Eagles game was the same way. First two quarters was dude. It was seconds between penalties it was crazy same way go ahead just a horrible way to start we did score the first touchdown surprisingly um didn't really do much after that then i kind of when i got home cleaning up doing stuff i had the game on background noise for the most part um how we were even in the game to have a chance to go into overtime is beyond me um, the one bright spot of the game, oddly enough, is our kicker, Greg Joseph, who kicked a 53-yarder to send it into overtime. Um, Cincinnati gave us like two, three chances to win it in overtime. Our fearless, great quarterback, Kirk F. and Cousins, decided, no, we ain't going to do that. Um, our vanilla play calling, our vanilla quarterback, nope, won't let us do that. So... We get a chance midfield to possibly win the game. We hand it off to our trusted Dalvin Cook, and he fumbles it, and we lose. 0-1. I figured they were going to lose. What a way to lose, because why not? Um, Yeah, luckily, everybody else in the NFC North lost, and because our loss came against an AFC opponent, um, by default, we are first in the division. Probably the only time I'll be able to say that all year. So oh, I'll take man. it. You lose and you're first in the division. Yep. I will if, take if it. If that doesn't mean that your division sucks, I don't know what does. All right, Taylor. My team is first in the division, but off a win. I digress. I didn't know what to expect from my Eagles, Taylor a brand new team, a young team, a young first-time head coach that got laughed out of the room 
during his first interview, he, wh- why did they hire him? This guy sucks. The first week shows that you shouldn't judge somebody off of an interview or one interview, I should say. If you question a person, but you maybe want to hear more from them for a job interview, call them in for a second one. See what happens. And that's what should have happened with Nick Sirianni. But no, everybody's all judgy, judgy, judgy. You know what? That's fine. Whatever. Hate the man all you want. I didn't know what to expect, Taylor. I, uh, to be completely honest with you, I expected a milk toast offense. Uh, and I w- did not only expected it, but I was worried about it. Man, was I wrong. It was exciting. No injuries really to to really be had, knock on wood, for the entire team. Offensive line is intact, playing well. Jalen Hurts, Taylor, for when the offensive line did break down, Jalen Hurts was able to use his legs and escape. He was exciting. Jalen Hurts and completing 77.1% of his passes. Will he do that all year long? No. But, man, was it at least fun to see what he could do when he's given the keys to the car, sitting in the driver's seat and saying, you are the guy. Go do it. Go show us. Show the fans. Show the organization what you can do when we put the trust and the faith in you. Taylor, Miles Sanders... Played really well off of Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts and his play is definitely going to open up running lanes for the Eagles. That's going to be great. I still want to see Sanders's touches maybe up a tick. Well, I okay. Actually, Sanders did get uh, 19 touches. Okay, so it wasn't as bad as I originally thought it was watching the game live. He did get 19 touches. That's okay. Taylor, Kenneth Gainwell looks like a game breaker as the number two to Miles Sanders, the thunder and lightning to both of those guys. I thought it was going to be Boston Scott. I thought Kenneth Gainwell might get one touch. He actually got 11 touches to Miles Sanders, 19 Boston Scott was nowhere to be found. Kenneth Gainwell Taylor, this kid looks like a lot of fun. Receiving wise, Jalen Rager cut all of his six targets. The guy that everybody was like, yo, he's not a number one. You know, they drafted him late in the first round. He's not a number one. Look at Howie Roseman. He's so stupid. With Devonta Smith taking the number one wide receiver reigns, Jalen Rieger is able to operate probably in some single coverage in some situations and be a burner over the top as a decent enough number two. Dallas Goddard reeling in four catches for 42 yards on five targets. Taylor, Devonta Smith, going back to him real quick, he looks like he's going to be a lot of fun too. Kenneth Gainwell, you really don't know yet because Miles Sanders is probably the bell cow moving forward. 
until seen proven otherwise. Devonta Smith is the wide receiver number one. And man, does he look like a lot of fun. Six receptions on eight targets, 71 yards, and one touchdown. The guy's a game breaker. Speaking of Devonta Smith, should I be starting him in fantasy? Who are your other options? Oh, I could probably look that up real quick. I got to remember what team I have him on. No, I got you. All right, I'm going to go into the defense real quick. Uh, jump in and cut me off when, when you find it. The defense, Taylor, the defense, Taylor, started out real slow. I mean, the Falcons looked like they were going to stick with us the whole game. I mean, honestly. And the Falcons normally, you would think of them as, okay, maybe not so much a high-powered offense per se in that definition of the word. But the defense, Taylor, just they couldn't do anything to start. And I said, oh, here we go. Here's the defense of last year. You know, okay. It's going to be a long year on one end of the ball and an exciting year on the other. This is going to be an interesting year for when I said last week that they'll win seven games. And I'm going to stick to that. This Eagles team, Taylor, will win more games than people give it credit for. Uh, did you find it yet? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So, I. Oh, son of a... Okay, so my wide receivers are Stefan Diggs, obviously keeping him in the starting lineup. Sure. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Chris Godwin, three wide receiver. Um, and I have Tyler Boyd and Marquez Callaway. Right now I have Smith in my flex. And who are you starting? I'm starting Diggs, Johnson, and Godwin. Well, I guess if you can flex Smith, then fine. Who are your running backs? Uh, Montgomery, Chris Carson. Those are my two starters. And then I have Robinson, Kareem Hunt, and Williams from Denver. Well, depending on what Robinson does, that's James Robinson, yes? Yeah, he's playing Denver, so probably not. Kareem Hunt is playing Houston. Okay, um, depending on what James does, Robinson, I mean, you know, uh, coming along in the next couple of weeks, depending on what he does, I'd keep that lineup. But if Robinson shows that he's going to be a fantasy asset and you flex him, let's say, I start Devonta Smith over Dante Johnson or whatever his name is, and I don't think twice about it. That's me. Even though he got 16 points against Buffalo last week. Did he now? Yeah. I don't know. I, I got time. That's only I week still, one. I, right. And I still am not a, oh, he's going to be an amazing game breaker. And I admittedly didn't get to see a lot of him play. I saw all of Devonta Smith play, dude. I keep it, keep him in the lineup. Basically we can talk more about okay. it later, but keep him in there. If he's I think in gonna, the flex, yeah. keep him in. I can work with it. All right. 
so Taylor, eventually after the second half, or maybe it was the first quarter, quarter and a half, eventually the defense got it locked down and the Falcons eventually couldn't move the ball. I mean, Kelvin Ridley was locked down five receptions for only 51 yards. Cordero Patterson Taylor led the team in rushing with seven carries for 54 yards. And Matt Ryan looked like he just, he couldn't find an open target. Kyle Pitts did nothing to write home about Eric Wilson, Taylor. You said that he's got a nose for the ball, that he's always around the football. I said the same thing about Alex Singleton. They both combined for over 10 tackles. Uh, I almost called him Alex Wilson. Hello. Meshing the two together, cloning a football player into a new human being. Eric Wilson, Taylor had nine combined total tackles alone he looks like he's going to be a good addition for the eagles as you mentioned on the back end finally for the philadelphia eagles on the defense taylor steven nelson signing him only for one year yes though fletcher cox did restructure his contract so we actually gained i think at minimum 11.5 million dollars in cap room so that's a good thing about trying to maybe re-sign uh, re-sign uh, Harris or Wilson or Steven Nelson or, you know, one of these guys that's on a one-year deal. But these new additions that we brought in, Taylor, are absolute upgrades, and they're helping this defense so well. Darius Slay on one end doesn't need to worry so much about being the only guy in the defensive backfield that can do anything. Steven Nelson, a great number two. And wait until Rodney McLeod gets cleared to play next to, uh, I'm already forgetting his name, uh, Harris, his first name. I can't think right now. Anthony Harris, that's it. All right. But Taylor, lots to like, an exciting football team, one game. But, hey, I'm never going to shake a stick at blowing out uh, an NFL team. This team is on the right track so far, exciting. Just hope to keep it rolling into week two, top of the division. Fly, Eagles, fly. I hate your Eagles. <laughs> I know, I know. I love it. All right, everybody. And our final segment this week, our return of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio 2021-2022 NFL bragging rights picks. We apologize for not getting week one in there. And Taylor, to be completely honest with you, after we started recording and after the files got corrupted, everything, the whole bit, I, I said, oh, insert expletive here. We forgot our picks. We just completely, we just, I, I spaced it. It's my fault. But here we are, week two. We're going to get rolling. We're going to start here tomorrow night, Taylor, Thursday night, September 16th, 2021. A, speaking of the NFC East, an NFC East matchup of the 
looking terrible New York Giants and the Tyler Heineke-led Washington football team. At Washington Taylor, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, it's actually Taylor Heineke, not Tyler. Uh, did I? I thought I said yes. Taylor. I, I take offense to that because I've been called Tyler too many times. Now. I thought I said Taylor. Did I not? I could have no, swore I did. You did not. Okay, I'll have to listen back. I could have swore I did. Okay, well then my bad. I did not mean to offend the man. And with that... Because of that, he's going to hear this play pissed off. I'm picking Washington. <laughs> uh, f- fair enough. Fair enough. I am also taking the football team. Taylor, it's got to be the last year for Daniel Jones, right? It's got to be. No. 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 Okay. So the Giants aren't going to go quarterback next year? Nope. All right. Fair enough. All right. Wanted to ask. Sunday. September 19th, a full slate of games. First up, the Cincinnati Bengals go to Chicago against the Chicago Bears. I'll go first. Uh, Bengals. If Chicago starts Justin Fields, I'm going Chicago. Sure. But they are not, so I'm going Cincinnati. Los Angeles Rams go to Indy. Facing the Indianapolis Carson Wentz's. Gotta go Los Angeles with how they looked. Rams in a route. Aaron Donald is probably gonna put Wentz on his back three times. I that, that you're probably not wrong. Actually, more. He'll sack him three times, knock him on his ass, probably half a dozen, if not more. Uh, apparently my computer did a glitch thing here because apparently there's another game that I just completely spaced. I skipped a game. The Houston Texans go to Cleveland to face the Browns. Taylor, I've went first twice. Go ahead. Houston, who, by the way, I believe is leading the NFC South somehow. A lot of weird stuff going on get their first loss of what will be many this year. I'm picking Cleveland. I am also taking Cleveland. Another division matchup. The Buffalo Bills travel south to sunny and hopefully warm Miami. It's always warm. Even in winter, it seems like it's 60-some degrees there. To face the Miami Dolphins, give me the Buffalo Bills. This is always an underrated AFC East matchup. Agreed. Um, Classic Bills-Dolphins rivalry. Give me the Bills Mafia. They get back on track. We are all square at five games so far. New England at the New York Jets. Again, division matchups right now. Bing, bang, boom. I think Zach Wilson will be able to keep it close, but give me New England and the soaring, fighting Mac Joneses. I I don't know. The fighting Mac Joneses is um, another great AFC East matchup. The Jets, for whatever reason, Seem to have the Patriots number when you least expect it. Um, this won't be one of those times a matchup of 
rookie quarterbacks, first-round rookie quarterbacks. It's going to be a long, long year for Zach Wilson and his mama. Give me Mac Jones. Uh, if we had more time, I'd ask what the whole mama thing is about. But okay. Maybe I'll bring it up next week. <laughs> I was going to say there should there is a reason why I'm referencing that. But All right. Um, I will write it down and bring it back up. All right. People can Google his mother. <laughs> Just leave it at that. I, I'm, I'm scared to Google it now. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers traveled to... Philadelphia, Pennsylvania to take on my Philadelphia Eagles. Taylor, San Francisco looked good last week, but I'm going to say that my team starts out 2-0. and Give me my Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Not a chance. Your defense ain't going to be able to keep up with the Niners. I will go out on a limb and say this is going to be a Trey Lance coming out party. Give me the Niners. Are you saying that Garoppolo will be benched or that Trey Lance will just start outright? This will be a Trey Lance coming out party. First difference of a week, son of a... Yeah, all right. (laughs) Fly, Eagles, fly. (laughs) Although I I really hope, because I have Jalen Hurts starting on one of my teams, that he puts up big numbers again. Oh, oh, I see how it is. Oh, okay. Las like Vegas Jalen Hurts. The Las Vegas Raiders travel to Pittsburgh. A lot of cross-continental uh travel here going on. Yeah, exactly. The hell Goodell. Taylor, the Pittsburgh Steelers did not look very good. And you know what? I got Juju on one team, so a pox on Najee Harris, so Ben Roethlisberger can throw a little bit more. A pox on Najee Harris. I like the way that that it's kind of like a curse saying, like I curse you kind of thing. Just say that then. Why do you have to make it all, like, weird? Because boogie, boogie, boogie. Um, The Las Vegas Raiders, Taylor, they look good on Monday Night Football. Taking down the Baltimore Ravens. I, you know what? And and cross-country flights, Taylor, the team that is doing the flying, you know, jet lag and everything else, it's always tough on that team. I'm going to say the Raiders start 2-0. Give me the Raiders. Ooh, bold move. I will say that, okay, the Raiders look better than I thought they would have. Um, the Ravens, I... I kind of became a Lamar Jackson fan. I don't know why. I don't think I've watched him play enough. Um, but other than his two fumbles, he I, I liked what I saw. Um, I do like Carl Nassib and Max Crosby because them guys just get after it, especially Crosby. That dude, like his motor never stops. Reminds me a lot of Jared Allen. Um, and he's going to get after Ben Roethlisberger with that being said I'm gonna go Pittsburgh okay did you hear difference what happened late in that Raiders game in the overtime I think it was overtime uh I don't know what you're referencing so I can't say so the Raiders had to take a delay of game because they did not know where Daniel Carlson their field goal kicker was at the time 
Did he not tell somebody he had to go take a piss or or what? Not sure. I mean, granted, they take pisses on the sidelines. They just do like the whole towel thing. So I don't know. In the tent now, right? Exactly. Right. Right. So So I I don't know what. Okay. I no, I did not know that. All right. Yeah. So by the way, Daniel Carlson went to grab a hot dog. Daniel Carlson, who started his career with Minnesota, cut after he lost the game, like missed three game-winning field goals against Green Bay. Now one of the go, best kickers in the NFL. Go, yeah, go goes to the Raiders and, like, cannot – I shouldn't say cannot miss a kick, but he is, like, clutch. So, <laughs> again, another pick that uh, – whatever. You know what? Whatever. Moving on. Go Steelers. I don't know. Whatever. The Get New Orleans Saints travel to Picks the, we to the Carolina away. Panthers. <sighs> Um, I'm going to take the home team. Give me Carolina. Yeah. Give me Carolina just because maybe the saints don't play this game. So, (laughs) you know, you know what? (laughs) So, so Taylor due to COVID. So do we just both take the win if that happens this year, or do we just kind of put a not applicable next to it? How do do you want to do that? If we pick the Panther. Okay. If any team, Okay, if we here's how it's gonna shake out. All right, if you cannot play, the team cannot play due to COVID. Too many guys out for COVID. That's an automatic loss, right? Yeah, that is true. If, okay, sure. If I were to pick the Saints and they cannot play, I lose. We pick the Panthers, and the Saints can't play. We win. That's how it's gonna go. Fair enough. Okay, no, that's solid logic. Fair enough. The Denver Broncos, not as cross-continental, but again, all this crazy, wild traveling going on here. The Denver Broncos We're take on the there. Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, This is an interesting one, Taylor, because I just, I've never been a Teddy Bridgewater guy. I know Denver has uh, upper-tier level defense. The run game I'm still suspect on, and Jacksonville did not look great. Though Urban Meyer came out and said today that he is not going to USC. I love that a media member oh, yeah. asked him the question, though. I love it. Oh, yeah, believe everything that Urban Meyer says, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah, exactly. A guy that, right. oh, I'm never going to coach again. Oh, by the way, here's Ohio State. Oh, I'm never going to coach again. Now I'm the coach of the Jaguars. Yeah, so, exactly. Right. No, right. Welcome, right. new head coach. I mean, and I'm not an Urban Meyer coach, guy. Urban Meyer. So, right. I'm not an Urban Meyer guy. Neither so. am I. Although I do, I did enjoy him on um, the College Fox pregame show. I, I did enjoy that. Just because he is a great football mind. You know what? I like Urban Meyer again. Let's go. I'm picking the Broncos, though. I'm taking Jacksonville. Dude, you are on one today. I love it. I'm flip-flopping more than uh, Brett Favre did when in his last few years in Green Bay. Flip-flopping more than if he should, if when he was deciding if he should or should not um, send that picture to Jen Sturger. I wish. By the way, he picked wrong. Picked the wrong choice. Oh man, dude, I love it. I Don't wish send dick picks. Brett Favre. I wish Brett Favre. Actually, no, I'm not even gonna say it. No, I don't. Never mind. I'm not gonna right. say it. No, I don't. I wish Brett Favre would shut up. He's speaking tries of too hard to. Speaking of Brett Favre, Uh-oh. Taylor's Minnesota Vikings. Yes. 
Here we go. Travel to Arizona. Taylor, I'm going to just spare you all my talk. I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. Do you think there ain't a, if you think for a second, for a shadow of a doubt that we can stop a running quarterback like Kyler Murray, if you think that we can stop, okay, Patrick Peterson didn't get thrown to as much. By the way, coming home or coming back, whatever, for Patrick Peterson, he only got thrown at like three times last week, which is surprising. Mainly because Brashad Breland, my God, could we pick a word? We have horrible cornerbacks. We suck. Um, <laughs> and yet Zimmer Zimmer likes his corners. You're, you're guaranteed to draft for like Cam two. Bansler. Every, every yeah. draft, you're guaranteed to draft at least at two. Least. Jesus. Um, by the way, if you think our offensive line that couldn't stop a, uh, uh, I don't give me an analogy here. What can't say? Camp careful. They stop? Um, they couldn't stop a fart. I don't know. Uh, they couldn't stop. They can't stop. I like that. Couldn't stop a fart. Uh, that's a they good one. Block I like their that. way out of a wet paper bag. Okay. If you think Chandler Jones had five sacks, he's not going to get five this week. He might get 10. No, I'm just kidding. He's going to get probably two or three. JJ Watt will get a couple. We ain't stopping this defense. Um, with that being said, crazy things happen when we go to the desert and we're not supposed to win. But I'm picking the Cardinals. The Cardinals win 44 to 10. Taylor's even putting a score out. Look at him. And Mike Zimmer is going to throw Kirk Cousins under the bus once again until finally ownership trades his ass away. <clears throat> finally, our first non like halfway <clears throat> cross continental travel Atlanta only travels to Tampa Bay. The way that Atlanta looked Taylor, I mean, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to rip that team apart. Give me the Buccaneers <clears throat> going away. Gronk is going to score two touchdowns. Tom Brady's going to have a field day. Falcons. I don't know. Just get Kyle Pitts some play, please. Like get him a touchdown at least. Something. Help me out. Tampa Bay in a route. I mean, and Taylor, with how the Eagles took away Kyle Pitts last week, and the Buccaneers, I mean, I won't lie, they have the better defense. You think that they they're do. gonna be able to work him in? I mean, maybe on a blown play, maybe, but other maybe than maybe in garbage time. That's all I can right, hope for. Right, right. Please. It might be a Something. week still. Ugh. The Dallas Don't Cowboys take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Give me the Los Angeles lightning bolt, Justin Herberts. It'd be a really interesting matchup. This could be, some could say this could be a Super Bowl preview here in week two. I'm not saying that. I'm going Cowboys. I'm not confident. If I was doing one of those confident pools, this would be like my least confident pick. The Tennessee Titans travel to Seattle. Lumen Field in Seattle. Is that what it's called? Now, yes. Lumen Field, oh. apparently. I still call it CenturyLink. Hmm. Here, I'll go first on this one. Um, 
So Seattle might fall into one of those proverbial trap games against Tennessee. Could. Because they travel to Minnesota next week. Um, Minnesota's home opener. So they might be looking ahead to that daunting challenge. No, absolutely not. Give me the Seahawks. I was going to say before you said I'll go first, I was going to take Seattle too. Okay. And then we'll have a, a happy-go-lucky post-game interview with Cheerio Russell Wilson, and he'll end it, you know, Cheerio. with, oh, I, he's got to say, oh, I got to thank God for this blowout win and blah, blah, blah. All, all right, all right, all and right. And then he's going to end it with, bring after, after he's done, he's going to wink at the camera with that golden boy smile and say, go Hawks, as he runs off the field. Give me a break. Speaking of Cheerios, I actually just bought a box of Cheerios this morning. They're bad for you. Che- Cheerios? Yep. Look it up. It's whole oh, it's whole oat cereal. What are you talking about? It's a new study. Look it up. Yeah, you want to know what else is bad for you? Milk. And I also Doesn't don't body drink good. that. I also don't drink that nonsense. You know what is good for you? Uh hard liquor? Close. Truly hard seltzers. Ah, how did I not know you were going there? Two more games left, everybody. Sunday night football. Taylor, I wish the NFL could do an about face with the scheduling. I know that they kind of adjust it later on. Not so much the matchup because they can't do that. But, you know, the time. I don't want to watch Baltimore in prime time again. Sunday night football. Why not? Kansas, I just, I. Against Kansas City? No, no, no. I, no, no, no. The matchup. No, I get it. I ah. get it. No, you, you're you're missing where I'm going. Oh, no, I, just, I get it. I'm not a, you know, I'm not the biggest Lamar Jackson fan. I I don't really, I just I don't enjoy watching Baltimore. I don't know what it is. I, I do enjoy watching Patrick Mahomes, though. So I'm going to like watching the game itself, you know, because of Patrick. But, you know, just that's what I'm getting at. Um. But uh, give me Kansas City. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs and Lamar Jackson will be sitting on the sidelines watching Mahomes do his magic like he always does, wondering, I wish I could be as half as good as that guy. (laughs) And our final matchup, Monday Night Football, the final game for week one of 2021-2022. Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio bragging rights picks. Taylor a division matchup once again. The Detroit Lions travel. Let's see here. Would that that be northwest? Okay, northwest. Just had to think about it a little bit. Mostly due west. Oh, yeah, actually, actually, yeah. I think it, yeah. No, you're right. No, you're right. Probably just yeah. just slightly due west. The Detroit Lions travel to Green Bay to face the Packers on ESPN. Oh, your mocking of Dan Campbell is just, sorry, it's in my head and it's making me laugh. I'll go first again. You know, you talk about, you don't want to hear, you don't want to see the Ravens in primetime. I'm all, this is number first primetime game for Green Bay and I'm already sick of it. (laughs) They haven't haven't even played in primetime yet. Taylor's just like, I turn it off. I know I'm going to get burned by this, but give me Motor City Dan Campbell. Oh, all right. Because I'm Taylor's still in. Give, Taylor's giving me a freebie. I like it. I'm still in. I'm the taking mode Green of, Bay. 
Rogers just does not give a shit. Bleep. I don't bleep it out, Blake. I don't care. That's all right. You know what? I just Detroit. I just come on. Motor City, Dan Campbell. Let's go. Come on, Aaron Rodgers. I need you and Aaron Jones for fantasy purposes. Come on. Don't let me down. Not on the national stage. Don't do it to me. And I'll say one other thing before we get get out of here, Taylor. Real quick, we have five differences. So just getting off, hitting the ground running with a big separation possibility. going to be a lot of fun going into our week one of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio bragging rights picks. The Manning commentary. I didn't even hear any of it on Monday night, and I just I don't want any of it. Give what? me the normal ESPN no, broadcast. No, nope. you are in the minority. I don't care. I would much rather I watch don't the Manning care. brothers and their shtick than anything Steve Levy. By the way, I do like that uh, Levy, um, Greasy, and uh, help me with the third one. I can see his face. Who's the other one? Isn't that Booger? No, they got rid of Booger. Oh, Booger, by God. the way, took over Tom Jackson's spot with Chris Berman on NFL. Yeah, Primetime. that much I so, do know and terrible. So I'll never watch NFL primetime again. Not that I've watched it in years, anyways. I um, haven't seen an episode in probably twenty plus years. Let's see, Greasy. Um, who else did I say? Um, Steve Levy, Greasy, and you said whoever the third. Oh, one and is. Lewis Riddick. That's the other one. Lewis Riddick, I like. I did enjoy that trio. Steve Levy. Steve Levy, I, I, we can I know. Do better. We can I, again, do better. as a broadcaster, doing broadcasting as a career, I shouldn't say this. Steve Levy, just he's an acquired taste. And I, I don't know so much off. that he's my taste. I think he's better off doing NHL. I don't know why. I don't know if he's done in NHL, but keep him maybe behind the sports center desk or something. I don't know. I don't mind him, but he's just not, he's worse than Tessator was. And that's saying, ah, I wouldn't go that far. Watch your mouth. Tessator is worse on Monday night football. Watch your mouth. Joe T is better off college football and host of that mini golf show with Rob Riggle. Hilarious on that, by the way, you're missing one. Who? Joe what? Tessitore, you're missing one part of his resume, the mm. biggest part of his resume. Um, lacrosse, I don't play know. by play of boxing. Jesus Christ on the cross. I only watch boxing on Fox PBC oh, when it's at the armory. God, by the way, I, boxing's rigged. I watched a rigged fight a couple months ago. It was that in your backyard at the armory. It was a travesty. Michael Fox got completely hosed. Anyways. Taylor. So much we've... so. So much so. I don't even follow boxing. I followed him on Twitter after that fight because he got completely <laughs> screwed. Taylor, we've run long here tonight. You know what? And that's okay. I think we're almost two hours in the tooth. That's okay. Our season preview, but we kind of mixed it in with our week one uh, recaps a little bit. I do have one last piece that I want to get to before we get out of here. NFL related. 
NFL viewership numbers from week one. First up, the Las Vegas Raiders Baltimore Ravens represented the most watched week one Monday night football game since back in 2013. In total, 15.29 million viewers tuned in. Meanwhile, 18 or 18, excuse me, 800,000 is the number watched the Manning cast on ESPN two with brothers, Eli and Peyton, the broadcast that I just will not bow down to any thoughts on that bit first. I'll say it again. You need to watch the Manning, like just watch the Mannings next, please, please Uh next Taylor. And this is a big one. A hundred million viewers tuned in during the three-day opening slate. A hundred million. Week one averaged, average, not the high, but averaged 17.4 million viewers, up 7% from a season ago. 232 billion total minutes consumed the largest week one total since 2016 and NBC averaged 22.8 million for its two games, an increase of 11% from last season. Why do I bring all this up? Taylor, take a guess. There's a lot of things I could say, but I don't want to get in trouble. Then I will. There are people out there that like to say that the NFL is dying for one reason or another. These numbers show that that is not even close to the case and never will be. The NFL is a religion in America. Taylor, I grew up on sports. I grew up in a sporting household, in a football household. My brother played wide receiver uh, growing up, uh, I want, he played wide receiver in high school. I can't remember if he did all the way growing up. I can't remember played wide receiver cornerback and actually was the kicker also, but, but that's not the point grew up in a sporting household in a football household. So football is in my blood. These numbers show that football is in so many other people's blood. Millions of people's blood, a hundred million people's blood. According to these numbers last year, Taylor, during the pandemic, a time like many of us have never seen before and may never see ever again. We brought this up before on a past episode, the NFL brought in 12 plus billion dollars in revenue in the year of the pandemic where people didn't have any money and people were losing their jobs and people didn't know what was going to happen the next day. And the NFL still brought in 12 billion with a B 12 billion dollars. And on average, they're an 18 billion a year industry. So pass me anyone out there that says the NFL is dying or dead. I do find it funny that the ones that the past couple of years that have been crying 
and shouting about how much the NFL is dying and they'll never watch again were the exact same ones I saw pissing and moaning about their teams and the calls last week. So weird. You were not going to watch again, but here you were week one. Yep. Yep. Because like everybody else, because it's all posturing. It's all just, yeah, it's all, it's simply this Taylor. We're going to end it on this. People love to reserve the right to just bitch and moan about everything. The NFL is no different due to the woke culture of the NFL, whatever, call it what it is. And yet you watch anyway. What does that say? I'll let you decide. Hypocrites and that are does all hypocrites. For, and, dang it. I thought that that was the perfect thing. Damn no. you. I had to. And I was holding that, it in, Blake. No, They're no, all hypocrites. No, Taylor, that was perfect. No, you're right, brother. Bravo, that was perfect. And that does it for this week's edition of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. You've been listening to episode 146, our big return. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for your listenership. We always wholeheartedly appreciate it. Taylor, week two of the NFL slate begins tomorrow night, brother. And just having football, just honestly, right now, you know what? I'll take a, actually, I probably can't fast enough because it'll go away. Just being so amped up about the NFL, Taylor, and being back doing the show with you, man. I, I love doing the show with you every week. The arm that the arm, <laughs> I, I back, I put that backwards. The hair on my arm is standing up on end, and I've got goosebumps, dude. I'm I'm pumped. I'm I can't get over the hypocrites. <laughs> I'm stuck on it. No, I hear you, brother. Any parting words, my friend? Yeah. No, I have nothing now. You know what? His parting words Nothing. just a second ago is Done. perfect. You know what? That's a perfect way to end it. We'll see you next week, everybody, for episode 147 of Global Dynasty Sports Talk Radio. For Taylor Johnson, I am your host, Blake Plotsky, and we'll see you then. And we are out. Peace. Motor City Dan Campbell. Facebook Amy always had a computer. 